When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. Minus Tom Bernard and Catherine all week. But plus... Hackmaster for Optimally Basham, MD. Alex Brampernard-Rasmussen. And I'm Andy Brampernard. And we'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. I agree. Choking forever. Yeah. Just always coughing. I know, I've been coughing for a good two months now. Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of it. It'd be nice if it would stop. Uh, more than anything, though, I wish I could taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that helps. Taste, taste, taste brings so much joy into my life. I've realized not mm-hmm. being able to do it for six days, it's just a bummer. Maybe you have influenza A. I the- could have so many things. I know, we all could have so many That's things. That's the confusing thing. It's like, is it influenza A? Is it influenza B? Or could it be coronavirus? Is it just some random virus? Mm-hmm. Is it, it's like, who, people keep asking me what I have, and I'm like, I don't know. 
I, I'm per- sick. I, as a physician, I've purposely put my head in the sand with regards to the coronavirus because the general uh, news reporting is so inflammatory and yep. so crazy. Oh my gosh, it's and, so wild. Yeah, you know, I've just been going out to the CDC and, and the Hennepin County or the state of Minnesota has a little letter that they'll send out uh, about these sort of things. And I read through that and <laughs> it's it. 80% people don't get that sick. And I I really think, and, I, and we mentioned this off air, I really think that the number of people who are going to get this virus and even know they had it might be 20 or 30% or yeah. more. I just think they got a cold. Yeah. They got a cold, and that's it, because it's that's what a, one-third of the colds are created by coronavirus infection. Well, and certain people are saying that <laughs> well, coronavirus yeah. has been here a while, but everybody just keeps thinking well, that it's the cold or the flu. Of coronavirus. <clears throat> well, everybody's saying that the new coronavirus, whatever it is, see COVID-19 has the, been or, here. Or the Wu flu. They can't, oh, we don't want God. to say the Wu flu. The bat flu. Um, they're saying that it's been here for a while, but nobody's been testing for it because it was always, it was only tested on people that have traveled to China via whatever. And now they're testing more people. And that's why there are so many more cases because it's not travel based. It's symptom based all it's of a like sudden. It's like autism. There's not more autism, but there is more yeah, they're just testing, testing for, for yeah. autism. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the fact that cancer t- uh Prog- or no, diagnoses have exploded <laughs> in the past 50 years. So everyone's like, everyone's getting cancer. Well, no, we're just living to be a million. Yes. <laughs> do we have Kristen? kind of how it is. Yes, we do. Yeah. Hi, Kristen. How's Hi. how's the new coronavirus going living in California? <laughs> I think it is a lot of um, hype in the press. It's been going a little bit too crazy. And I'm like, people, calm down. Be smart about this. <laughs> Wash your hands. If you're sick, stay home. I mean, like, there's a lot of, like, real illness 101 stuff going on here. Well, there's, you know, everybody says, you know, like, wash your hands and be mindful and blah, blah, blah. And then somebody commented and was like, I just want to add also that you should wash your hands when there isn't a pandemic. Like, just always wash your hands, (laughs) no matter what. And then there's always something on Twitter. It's like, I don't wash my hands because it helps me build up immunity. I'm like, that's just gross. It doesn't help me build up an immunity to you. That's right. That's what. Uh, that's what. Uh, George Harlan had a whole uh, rant on uh, diseases and things like that, and that's what he said. He said that the reason he and him and his friends didn't get polio is because they swam in the East River, which was mostly sewage at the <laughs> oh, time, they built, and they were exposed they to had, had their immunity. So. Their microbiome is strong. Yeah. Well, oh, the microbiome is strong with this one. Yeah. <laughs> polio was a bacteria, right? What's that? No, oh, that was a virus. It's a virus. It's a virus. It's a virus. Affects the old spine. <clears throat> the old spine. Mm-hmm. Boy. Yeah. Well, California, there's how many cases in California? A polio or coronavirus? Coronavirus, not polio. I feel like we had about 40 at one point. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not panicking about it, honestly, because we have about 40 million people in the mm-hmm. state. And if yeah. 40 people have One in a million. You know. Yep, it's crazy. So it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it's just about being smart. If you don't have to go out into a large crowd, eh, don't bother. You know what I mean? I have to go to Las Vegas next week for work. So, you know, I'm just going to take extra precautions and make sure that I'm washing my hands a little bit more than normal because Vegas is germy on an average day. So it is what it is. I know we're going to Disney World tomorrow. And, oh, you talk oh. about Jeremy. And oh. talk about Jeremy, yes. yeah. Like being on an airplane with kids and then going to Disney World, I'm yeah. like, 
we're going to be exposed to everything, of course. Well, but it's down your airplane seat. That has been one of the greatest yes. things I've oh, done yeah. for myself. Yep, every like time. Down armrest, the tray table, the, the yep. screen, the entertainment screen. And that, I swear to God, that has helped with so many colds. Because I used to get a cold every time I boarded Me a plane. Too, and that yeah. doesn't happen yeah. anymore. Yeah, seriously. That's amazing. I just read something that 100% of the touch, apparently they're touch screens in McDonald's to order now. 100% of them tested positive for fecal matter. Fecal <laughs> and, and, and the coronavirus is transmitted with fecal matter, fecal aerosolization, things like that. So yeah. that is a, a real way to transmit that disease. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's bodily fluids and semi-fluids. Don't get them in you. Yeah. <laughs> on you. Don't you know? touch your face. You know, I I do wear medical masks on airplanes. I have a stash. I did not like to run out and buy them, but I've had a stash for a while. But it actually prevents me from touching my face because I'm really bad about that. Yeah. So even though I don't necessarily need it, I touch my face nonstop because it's just a bad habit. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of like I have two young kids and my daughter is she sucks two of her fingers like Mm -hmm. to calm herself or whatever. And I'm like, you know, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. I, we're gonna be, we're just, we're gonna wipe down what we can wipe down. Oh no, <coughs> coughing fit. Um, we're gonna wipe down what we can wipe down, and we'll use hand sanitizer, and we'll wash our hands, and that's just take some extra vitamin C. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all we can do. Well, you know, uh, my son, the heir apparent, uh, Josh, he's in, he's in the belly of the beast in Turkey right now. Oh. And, and, he, and he's done some FaceTiming and sent photos. No one's wearing masks there. Mm. He, no. he saw two people wearing masks and i found it it's it, what, what i've noticed in tra- recent traveling is that there is a racial uh bias to the people who wear masks they're all asian nope no huh. nope they're not asian white. and caucasian nope what nope. are they i've i've seen mostly black people wearing masks hmm. huh. oh really uh, when just, i traveled <clears throat> to austria it was mostly asians and caucasians okay well there's yeah. no black people there not a whole lot. But Los yeah. Angeles, Los Angeles, all the employees were wearing them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, at the airport, at, at uh, Tom Bradley, at the International Terminal, they were all wearing them, even mm-hmm. three weeks ago. <coughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see who's wearing them on our plane to Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a bunch of people will. But yeah. you have to look, Los Angeles also, at that point, they had just canceled the flight from China, and Los Angeles is a big port of entry from China, so I'm sure that's yeah. why the Tom Bradley employees were wearing them. Yeah. But that being said, you know, isn't a general general outbreak in California? I mean, people are coming back. I know it's, this is a weird. This whole thing's kind of weird, and I, I just wonder. You know, maybe there's a genetic predilection or a pulmonary mm-hmm. predilection to getting it by certain groups. Who knows? It seems to be the case. You know, and it's not in Africa. It was in. They one showed up in Egypt, and has it gone anywhere else there? So. I know it is interesting, and just the media talking about it. So much. It's just so. It's all they talk so, about. So extreme. So, yeah. Like, what is the point? Why are they? The pandemic is actually created by the media. Yeah. What's actually happening? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah because you, yeah, there's, there's, there's how many cases in Russia? Not a lot. To maybe fifty. Yet Russia is such a big continent. They make the whole thing in red. You know, yeah. oh, you know, so, yeah. so every country that has one case is red. So if you look at the uh, world, pop, yeah. world map, it's all red. Because, uh, you know, because most countries have one or two cases that have shown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why is Italy, though, such a hot spot? That was the one thing. It seems like even... Yeah, Italy is weird. Um, we read about, like, oh, in Mexico, like, there's two cases. Well, they were just in Italy. Everyone in yeah. Italy is getting sick. 
Well, I mean, Venice is one of the filthiest places on Earth. That might have something to do with it. But they're not in Venice. They're not? No, it wasn't. Not centered in Venice. It's centered in some other small... Oh, just oh, some... Just outside of Venice, I think, so. Yeah. Uh, oh, it is? Verona? Well. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe it is that. Yeah. I hear Venice, If it's like maybe one month out of the year that it doesn't just reek of sewage. <laughs> but gross you know i've never been to venice i don't know it's pure it's pretty to <laughs> look at but it's not nice to smell that's Ooh, the thing it's like new york in the summer exactly yeah but <laughs> yeah. i mean imagine if new york half the streets were replaced with water that used to be a sewer you know no bro <laughs> not great <laughs> so no. gross and the other half the streets being replaced <clears throat> by sewers yeah <laughs> well the hudson is disgusting what it's cleaned up mm. They're not dumping They trawled it? They put some clams in there? Uh, yeah, there's oysters. Oysters. Oysters are clean it thing. up with oysters. <laughs> oysters will eat anything that touches them, so hey. Yeah, the, the, the big filters. Those in clams, and they just yep. they just take in everything. That's why you can't eat them during the red tide. You yeah. can't eat them when there's... Well, you can't eat the oysters or the clams if there's sewage because they carry hepatitis. Yep. Yeah, you don't want that. No, Hep A or anything like that. Good. You don't want that, that's for sure. <laughs> Gross. So, yeah, oh, it's just, it's just a... A huge deal, and I and it and I, I I believe that it's going to whatever at whatever point or whatever uh, seriousness it's going to become it's be everywhere. Everybody's going to get the cold. A handful of people are going to go to, to go to the hospital, and you know I'm I I don't have huge worries. I think the number of people who get bad sick from it, the percentage I think is very small yeah. because there's a huge number of people who are running around that haven't che- haven't been checked. You know, that they have symptoms may be positive, and you just don't know about them because they're out there. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not. I'm not losing sleep over it. And the one, the one, uh, the one case that was presented uh, from the Lancet, which is a pretty, a very well respected uh, medical journal, uh, the present the guy. The reason the guy died isn't isn't necessarily because he got bad disease. Is because he refused to be cared for. He refused intubation oh. and, and ventil- ventilatory support. And with that, there's some things you can do with the pressure in your airways well, to push fluid out. Yeah, what? He had a DNR? No, no. He just decided he was claustrophobic, so he refused to be intubated. Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it just. I suppose technically, once they've refused, even if they go unconscious, you can't do it, can you? No, well, he just died. He just died. His heart stopped. He went mm-hmm. respiratory arrest. And you can't resuscitate uh, somebody. You get to that point. The whole point of the resuscitation, you have to be able to put oxygen in their blood. Yeah. If you ain't got lungs, unless you're on cardiac bypass, you're dead. Yeah. Why does being claustrophobic have anything to do with being intubated? I don't, I don't know. know. Because when you're intubated, it's it's not it's, it's scary. Well, and when people move, talk about I guess. it, That's... No. Well, what they do uh-huh. is what they do is they sedate you when they do it. By mm-hmm. and large, when they do it, they sedate you. So yeah, years, I, and, and once it's done, you have thousand, to be sedated. Otherwise, I, you're coughing all the time because the tubes are misery. Yeah. I'd a thousand percent need to be sedated, of course. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, Who would want that shoved down their throat? <laughs> no, thank <laughs> like, you. What? Yeah, yet you do. Many times they'll do it awake if you have a full stomach and things like that. You mm. can do it awake. Yeah, but yeah. it's just it's. It's just, it's not pleasant. It's not one of the pleasant things. It's like an endoscopy, but even worse. Well, it's like when I brought Fawn in last Monday to get checked out. Her pediatrician was like, we could test her for the flu, but the flu test kind of sucks because you have to swab up their nose and she's a kid, whatever. And and it wouldn't change the course of action. No. So I was like, we could skip it. And she's like, I think it's fine. (laughs) She's like, eh. Oh, yeah. The nasal... 
the nasopharyngeal uh, thing is a, is, a, is a headache. When we were when I was in, when I was a resident, uh, there were a couple staff infections that came on the service, oh. and the attending says, "Okay, everybody that's around these patients gets tested for staff." And, yet, and you did a nasopharyngeal uh, swab where you yeah. take this take the swab. <clears throat> And you pass it through your nose all the way until it touches the back of your throat, and then you just get it. You get get some. You get the goo off the back of your throat and out of your nose, and you can put it in there and you send it off. And if you're positive, then you got to put goo in your nose to get rid of the staff More and goo. stuff like that. More goo. It's all goo. So everything's just a bunch of goo. <laughs> That's right. A bunch, a bunch of goo. Bunch of goo. Don't, so, so maybe that, that's the thing. Don't get anybody else's goo in you. Well, no. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Something that is interesting that I didn't realize is um, there's like a shortage of sanitation, like sanitary wipes and spray and stuff. People are going out and buying entire shelves of like... Oh, it's toilet paper. Whoa. Costco has no toilet paper. Oh, yeah, that's they are right. cleaned out. And what? Why? And I saw like someone on the news today, and they're like, "There is plenty of toilet paper in the United States. Do not go and buy every single roll at Costco." <laughs> It, it, I, it, well, people seem to be stocking up on the oddest things. Like they're stocking up on they they bought, purchased all the Tylenol. Yeah, that's not going to help you. <laughs> yeah, like it'll lower your fever. <laughs> well, it, 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 it'll, it'll make you feel if you have aches and pains and yeah. things like that. Or all the Motrin's gone. I mean, they're they're buy, buying up odd things that are not going to be in short supply. Yeah. The most common thing that I'm seeing is like, oh, I just bought a bunch of canned goods. And I'm not worried about the virus, but I am worried about, like, things not being available to me when I want them, and mm. if we are under, you know, schools canceled, all this stuff, I just want to be able to, like, be home and make food. If it gets to that point, you know, you're going to, what's going to happen, you're going to say, oh, I'm not going to go out for a week. Oh, I'm, let's make it two weeks. At three weeks, you're going to get sick of it, say, hey, we're going to get sick, let's go. Yeah, you're, like. We are, as, as a society, or as a world, we're going to have to accept, we bought this. Let's get it over with. Let's get everybody, in fact, like taking people to measles parties to get the kids exposed to get measles. Chicken so, pox. No, pox chicken parties. Po- the chicken pox yep. or measles. Oh, it wouldn't be measles because, you know, that was the thing that was chicken pox. Chicken pox parties. People, there were measles parties. Hmm. They were in California. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's break time. Break time. And then we can talk about Super Tuesday. Uh, we sure can. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that's right. Get out and vote. Super Tuesday. You can tell me what Super Tuesday is. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Super Tuesday. Super duper. So, super so what is the Tuesday. point of Super Tuesday? Kristen, Kristen, take it away. Apparently she's What's there. the point of Super Tuesday? <laughs> don't, I'm not a political reporter. <laughs> so are, 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 is, is California, who, what are the states? I don't know yeah, what, what the states are. California I, yeah. is one of the Super Tuesday states. So this is nice. the first time we've participated in it. Um, in prior years, we've been really late with the primaries, like May or June. So, um... It's been interesting. I voted actually a week ago because our polls were open very early. We have a new voting system. It's all electronic. I'm glad I went because it took the election, the poll worker, probably a solid eight minutes to describe how to use the system. (laughs) So you went, so it's completely digital and electronic on a computer? No paper. No paper. Ooh, man, that is... That's the, that's the kind of thing, you know, yeah, if that, that gets hacked, you know, anybody wins. Every, everyone's a winner. If that everyone's gets a winner. Yeah, it was, it was real interesting to uh, see it. It's more like a tablet type of system. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay. It, but I thought if I had gone on election day, and I don't know how, many, how big the turnout will be in California for primaries, but I was like, if this were election day in November, the lines would be out the door just because, Every poll worker has to go, okay, here's how you work the system. And we all know that people who don't use technology on a day-to-day basis, maybe they're a little bit older, they're going to take a lot of explanation and need someone to kind of handhold them through the whole process. Yeah, or and just show them which people to vote for. That's not going to go on. No, that, that doesn't happen. But you, you look at those things, and you're absolutely right. Paper has been with us for 3,000 years, and it works. Granted, it may have, it, it certainly has its flaws, just like electronic voter has, voting has its flaws, but at least people can say, okay, what you do, you fill in the dot that you want. That's easy enough. So, um, I, I, I'm, you know, assume, well, but sooner or later I mean, it's going to go to that. Is it, though? Because remember Florida 15 years ago or whatever, oh, that was paper, and everyone was just, they had no idea what to do because, like, it wasn't even difficult to figure it out. It was just like slightly different than what people are used to. Yeah. And so, there's so much like oh, oh, jargon. So, it's like hanging chat, swing state, super yeah. Tuesday. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> all the words. Yeah. We, got a, we got a hanging state that's chatted up. <laughs> Swinging. You so so, so that's the that's the argument that could be made. There's a close election. They say, Okay, prove that this hasn't been hacked. 
we have evidence that this has been hacked. This has been influenced by yeah. in some way. How are you going to prove that trail, that digital trail that is pure, that hasn't had any influence? Because it all takes you, you press one button on a computer, boom. Oh, geez, extra two, two or three percent went to so-and-so. Oh, that's interesting. I know, that is the thing about everything being digital. Well, really, all they would have to do is have purpose-built machines <laughs> for this, not like a tablet with software loaded on it. The machine is it's made for this. Only this. The software yeah. is already on the chip, and you can't m- modify it at all. Mm-hmm. That right there takes care of, you know... You can't hack that. The only yeah. thing you could do is steal the data, maybe bring it home and alter it. But if you have enough security in terms of how the data can get out of the thing, you know, you have a special USB key that has a special encrypted code on it that you have to plug in to make the data available. You know, there are ways. And you wire yeah. it everything, rather than wired. Everything is wired and nothing is on the internet unless it has to be. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, but that, and I'm sure that they did that and I'm sure that it's going to work. But It's it, like an ATM. It's you a, know. That's a hassle to have to do. You're you can't right. really hack an ATM. So, so. so Christian, when you voted, electron, when you, voted you, you sort of pre-voted, whenever you did mm-hmm. it, how did you do it? Paper? Paper or plastic? B- before we did, yes. um, when you, oh, or, or do you mean like at home? What did yeah. I do? Yeah, what did you do yeah. at home? I made notes on my iPhone, um, on the little notes tab, on the little notes app, and yeah. came in with all of my, um, who I wanted for, because we have state assemblymen and state senate, oh. um, and some of the, the props and everything, and um, that way I knew, because I want to do it five minutes, I want to be in and out, yeah. and right. then I was in there a little bit longer just because of the explanation, which was totally okay, fine, there you go. but when I vote, I'm like, boop, 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 bye. So regardless of how you vote, suppose you're an absentee ballot, how are they doing that? If you're a serviceman in... And that is paper. That oh, is paper with oh, absentee. Yeah. So there's still paper. So, you know, it's, 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 it, it's virtually impossible to create a pure system based on the needs. And, you know, we'll see. see yeah, and there. you can take your paper ballot if you, like, ask for an absentee ballot and for whatever reason you're home and you don't want to go on election day, you can still go and dro- physically drop it off to a polling center. So they are collecting paper. It does still exist. There you go. So there's the, the <laughs> so there you go. There's the other way to hack it. You just get extra pieces of paper and submit yeah. them. Uh, who knows? There's a lot of Super Tuesday states. So so as far as far you know, uh, there's 15 of them. I'm not yeah. I'm not certain who's going to win the Republican kind of nomination. But who who, who might uh, prevail in California on the Democratic side? Well, it's interesting. I noticed that a lot of female voters are definitely in the Warren camp. Um, but if you look at, like, the overall polls, Bernie has been trending number one. It will be interesting to see what happens because a lot of people did vote early and you had so many people drop out in the last two or three days. Will that push some people who haven't voted towards Biden if they're not in the Bernie camp? Um, but I have a feeling that Bernie might come out ahead in California. <laughs> Who's dropped out in the last couple of days? Um, Klobuchar dropped out. Oh, Klobuchar. Um, oh, who, I did, there's, there's news yeah, I, I heard Amy Klobuchar oh, dropped out, which is interesting. Yeah, she dropped out. Steyer dropped out. Yeah. Um, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yep. Oh, Buttigieg. Buttigieg did. Okay. It's interesting because yeah. I saw a Klobuchar campaign ad like three days ago. I heard one on the radio today. It's probably drops, guess, it's probably just like paid through yeah, the that's true. second week so, of whatever ad. Yeah, it's the uh, advertising cycle. They can't pull it at no, that yeah. point. Yeah. I do think 
that, um, and, and this, has been, this is the conspiracy theory in me, but I do think that a lot of people dropped out before Super Tuesday on purpose to kind of boost Biden after the South mm. Carolina win. Mm. Um, and, ho- and then keep Warren in because Warren sort of draws people away from Bernie. So I do think that in the Democratic, in the DNC, they're working behind the scenes to make sure that Biden comes out in the end as the nominee. Now, uh, help me understand, why would people support Warren after her lying and cultural appropriation to be a Native American? I do think that a lot of people feel like she apologized for it and has moved on from the situation. I think a lot of people also feel that she is the most prepared when it comes to issues. She has an answer for everything. I mean, that's even become like a Twitter meme. Um, And I think also her being a female, the only female left in the race, um, I think also draws people to vote for her as well. She's not going to get the nomination. We all know that. So, um, you know, I do think now it's just about keeping Bernie down. I really do. Because she's more progressive at leaning towards what Bernie is versus Biden, who's more moderate. I guess guess the question I would ask is that, uh, how ba- how bad do your transactions have to be before someone? If you just apologize for doing that, you know, if if uh, um, uh, Bloomberg, uh, who said, "Oh, I want you just kill that thing," uh, he says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I said that," and then it's okay, or if it's it, never it, okay. And you know what? If I take a look at, at who we're talking about, like Bloomberg, Bernie, Warren, and um, Biden. There's issues with all of them. Yeah. Yes. There's no perfect candidate. Um, there's no, on the Republican side with Trump, he's not a perfect candidate either. So um, at the end of the day, when you're voting, it's going to be about who speaks to you the most, honestly. Um, yeah. when we're, especially go. when it comes down to November, who speaks to you the most? Who do you think can help this country the most? I also, I think for some people, too, who's going to bring the country together a little bit more? I don't know if that's going to happen anymore, the way we've been so divided since 2016. Oh, before that, kids. I, I think this, is, this has been going on a lot longer than that. And the, the, the elections, because of hatred or driven by hatred, have been around way longer than that. I mean, you look at, I think if you go back to first Bush, same kind of yeah, thing. That's, yeah, I, I would... I agree on that. I feel like it bubbled to a, a new level, maybe yes, in 2016. Yes. Is a better way to phrase it. Yep, yep. And I and I don't know that anything's going to fix it. So it's, it's sad, Agreed. but that's that's no, it's that's our reality. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. So why are you going to Vegas? Um, I am broadcasting. There's a believe it or not, there is a construction um, show in Las Vegas, and I am broadcasting for one of the companies over there. Oh, so it's not some. I was hoping for some dance thing you're going for to come. No, I am going to do. See, this is what I do. If I go for a corporate job, I do a little bit of um, work on the side for the dance stuff because I, I don't get to Vegas that often, even though it's very close to Los Angeles. So I'll try and sneak in a couple interviews and stuff like that while I'm there. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Are you, two birds with one stone. Well, I know that's good, and 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 you know the, those corporate things. You know, they they paid a lot of my wife's bills when she was a model. Those big those big accounts. She used to work for Parker Hannifin and do shows with them. Some of the shows with them, and uh, yeah, they they paid a lot of bills. And she had, had an opportunity to travel a little bit too with them. So interesting, interesting. Yes, things. and the 
corporate industrial, too, for actors. That used to be, and dancers, that used to be a really big thing. They would do kind of mini musicals. They've kind of gone oh, away, cool. but I'm kind of hoping that they come back because it's a, they're a little cheesy, but they're very fun, and uh, you do get to travel, and people get a lot more money than they get being paid for their real job so, what, 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 in Hollywood. Okay, so I'm, I, I'm 3M, and I'm saying, hey, hey, we're going to have our, we're going to have uh, Hey, an incentive uh, a trip uh, to Las Vegas. We're, we're going to do a mini musical. Who do I call? <laughs> are there companies that must do this? Yeah, there are. There are production companies that can put it on for you. So you just, I have a friend that actually runs one, and they can do like if you want like a say a Jersey Boys type of yeah. show. Yeah, they can do a Jersey Boys show. They can take some of the music and maybe insert some lyrics that pertain to 3M and change it around a little bit. Um, if the CEO is really game, maybe he comes in and does a little, like, song and dance. I mean, that's like the like the cool CEO will do something fun. Um, but sometimes they will do a whole evening of show. Sometimes they'll just do, like, one big production number. It just depends. You are so. Oh, so so. So the conversation kind of goes like this. Uh, hello, this is three. Uh, we we're we're gonna have our uh, incentive uh, trip, and we need someone to help us uh, do a uh, do a, do a little entertainment uh, on, on uh, the Friday night. And they're gonna say, "Well, what's your budget?" <laughs> so if you give him a hundred thousand uh, dollars, he gets some burnout eighty-year-old tap dancer. You know, if you have you have a million dollars. Well, you know, you might get, you might get half a half a musical and you know some some lounge singer. You got twenty million dollars. You might have talent, uh, recognizable talent there uh, doing stuff <laughs> like you. There, yeah, if the sky's the limit with an unlimited budget, sure. honestly, um, I will say that I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but. It used to be. Um, there's a great documentary about this called Bathtubs Over Broadway. And talking about, like, the heyday of the, the industrial, kind of like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah. And they were so big, and they would actually create original musicals, not just, like, let's take Jersey Boys and, you know, format it for 3M. Um, and they would record albums. No. With the music. Yes. And sometimes you can find them um, in old record stores and things like that on vinyl but um the documentary is called bathtubs over broadway it is genius and amazing so if you get an opportunity to see it it's worth it that sounds so what a what a subculture or sub industry that i was you know i i know that people do corporate events corporate you know um, comedians have talked about that where they'll have a corporate event and they'll be working and i and i and i know that that happens but to think that it goes to this extent and of course all manner i'm sure there's plays i'm sure there's musicals i'm sure that there's just you know monologues that people do uh for that that uh might be serious or some such thing like that god god knows that steve jobs did that all the time he's pretty much a monologue that he did with his, with okay. his product announcement kind of a things yeah, or maybe that's taking the place of it. Oh, we're going to have our big event, and oh, Steve's going to be here. Oh, he's going to talk, and everybody's, oh, you know, with, oh, the little tiny, oh, yes, yes, yes. Exciting clap. Kind of well, thing. oftentimes, like, when they do big announcements, like CES, per se, they yeah. will do a big announcement. They do the big, huge press conference that, they, that everyone attends. And then when the exhibition floor opens to everyone, because there are questions that um, obviously – the publicists don't want to stand on the floor all day and answer. They'll hire people to do presentations um, over and over. I get hired to do them all the time, just doing, you know, like once an hour, come and see my presentation on this new product. And then I do the presentation. It might be like eight minutes. And then if people have specific questions, you send them off to the salespeople on the floor. Oh, right, right. Oh, interesting. Yep. 
Oh, so mm-hmm. did I have like a little setup and you're doing your little lecture and did you use a laser yeah, pointer? Yeah, I have a little stage and, and everything. Did you have a laser I mean, pointer? Sometimes I have a laser pointer, sometimes <laughs> I have a slideshow, sometimes I have a huge stage. It really depends. Um, and it is, it's, uh, it is this weird little subculture, but it's, for people who do public speaking, it, it is kind of this little niche world. Wow. 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 What a great uh, insight into that that's great <laughs> so we'll be right back after these messages so we will what are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're back. We've returned with this smooth lyrical styling. We sure have. With Kristen. Bert. Is there anything at all going uh, going on in the uh, movie industry right now? Entertainment or does world. Anyone care at all right now? Probably not, because right now I think that um, Hollywood is panicking yep. quite a bit because uh, they rely upon the China box office dollars so much, mm. um, and theaters have been closed yeah. for over two weeks now, and it really is impacting the global box office. Yeah, yeah. Movies and are made for China now. Seventy percent on a global box office, which does include China into that mix. And mm-hmm. at this point, last year, you know, China had added over a billion dollars to U.S. box office dollars, and we're only in the millions now. Oh, in comparison to last year. Are, and they, and so these are all these are all subtitled, or are they um, dubbed? It depends on the country. Okay, but in yeah. China, it's so big. Would what would they have done? I, Good question. And China, I, I'm like, I have, I did see a movie in China and it was subtitled. Um, but there are certain movies where they have like the Chinese version of Robert De Niro and he always dubs his voice. So it oh, can okay. be 
Hmm. It can be those situations too. So it's the voice that's dubbed. They don't insert. They don't, no, they don't redo the movie for the with the actor, or will they put a Chinese actor in who's known there as, as some part of the no, movie? They'll no. have Robert De Niro, but he'll be dubbed. Wow. Or they have the subtitles, whichever one that they think is works best. Yeah. For yeah. the film. So, the, so this international market how, that that's that obviously been growing. Is it? The, but uh, they have they eased up on allowing. Uh, the theaters to be open and things like that. I know Saudi Arabia just was starting to allow theaters to be open more and more and more liberal with regards to what you can show. Yeah, I believe China right now is, you know, occasionally they'll ban a film, but right now their movie theaters are just closed. So they can't see anything um, from the U.S. Wow. But do they have streaming? They do, but they don't have the same services that we have here. So... It's even like they don't even have Twitter. They have, was it Weibo? Okay. Weibo. Weibo, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so they don't maybe not have the bandwidth either to do it, or it'd be mm. more difficult. Everything's there. so controlled in a communist country. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, we forget that sometimes. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's, I know. So people that say that the communist countries aren't all that bad, no, they are. <laughs> they, they are. Yep. They really are. You don't are. have they, the freedoms. You don't have the freedoms. And many times you end up, you don't have, as, you don't have the infrastructure because the government just works too slow and it's too bureaucratic to get it done. So exactly. So it's it's just it's a real a real real issue. I mean, China's catching up now with just some of their basic infrastructure with regards to uh, roads, uh, wa- clean water, sewage. I mean, all those things. They're just now building that infrastructure, and so much of their uh, government budget goes to those sort of things. Well, and they build a lot of things. That they can build things very, very quickly over there, um, but they're not built to last. So when they were building for the Olympics, I was over there in 2005, so they were in full construction mode for the 08 Olympics. They were just tearing down, you know, these beautiful Buddhist temples and just constructing, like, a really fast high-rise because they needed the housing for whether it was a hotel or whether it was for the athletes. But, again, they were going up within a matter of weeks, <laughs> so they're just they're not built to last. They're built, to, they're built there temporarily. So, and I think that's one of their main issues, too, is, like, if they ever had an earthquake, I would yeah. bet that a lot of those buildings would come down quickly. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. And they come down. It's scary. Oh, yeah. With that, yeah, And it's, it's hard to believe that you can build something, unless it's prefabricated and bolted together, to build something that fast with poured concrete or just regular construction techniques. I mean, it's just... Well, of course, that hospital they built... You know, they did that. What they did it in a week, ten days. Yeah, that's what they said. We have no problem building hospitals. We just need medicine and people to take care yeah. of them. And you're like, you can build a hospital in a week, but you don't have the, the medical um, wherewithal to take care of these people. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, and and and, and I think this. W- I'm hopefully this will shine a, a light on this single country uh, monopoly of a lot of the things that are purchased in the world so maybe this amazon i would love to know amazon and how this is going to impact their um their profits and losses because i've got to imagine that this is a struggle for them right now and i know that in the port of los angeles down in long beach where everything comes in it's uh inventory is down by 20 percent already really they're seeing less and less come in from overseas because of coronavirus 
Uh, what's you know, and I you know, no one really wants to <coughs> wants to predict what that the cycle, the life cycle of this thing is going to be, or the how it's going to uh, how it how it's just going to flush out. Poor I just got words. an alert from um, Hollywood Reporter, and Comcast is saying, and Comcast is a part of NBC Universal, which broadcasts the Olympics. They're saying Olympics are full steam ahead. <laughs> they no, are not. And, you know, the um, International Olympic Committee and Tokyo said we have the ability, we have the Olympics for 2020. So if we need to postpone them, we have until December 31st to, you know, have the Olympics in our city. However, you have to remember so many people paid for broadcast rights, including NBC Universal, who invest a fortune in the Olympics, you know, every two years since we do the winter and summer. Um they want it in the summer, and they dictate a lot of how of what goes down. So I will tell you that if they if they will try and have those Summer Olympics July 24th to August 9th, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to not have it during that time because NBC's planned their whole year around this. And people, mm-hmm. people still watch this stuff? Oh, yeah. I watch the Olympics. The Olympics is our TV in our house is turned on maybe once a month. But when the Olympics is on, it's if Dan's home, the TV is on mm. with the Olympics. I know. I arranged my schedule around gymnastics because I love Simone Biles. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, She's so but, amazing. Uh, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I, after, after the big scandal in Salt Lake City with the bribery and the payola and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> that happens know. in almost every sport. This yeah. still goes on in almost every sport. Yeah, but it's, it's just become more professional and more drug-laden you know, oh well, so and so they they were you know this and they and that when it was in Russia, you know they they were they were able to uh, defeat the uh, secure sampling process of uh, uh, urine and blood and sputum or however they were doing it, goop. and yeah, the goop on the goop, <laughs> uh, and they uh, um, so so the, so the drug testing was meaningless. So, you know, I just, I don't know. Maybe they should just change the rules and say, hey, take as many drugs as you want. Let's see how far you can throw this thing. And, Russia uh, would like that because Russia continues to cheat. They, a lot of their um, athletes are going to have to compete under just, well, I don't know, Unified Nation or under, I don't know what they call it. Oh, yeah, in the winter, winter Olympics, it was like a different, yeah, it wasn't Russia. Yeah, I don't know it was, what they call yeah. it. I think the same thing is happening with summer for uh, Russia again. Wow. But, the, yeah. but if, if if Japan says we ain't doing this, <laughs> what? The NBC are, is like, no, we're doing this. We've got Simone Biles. She is our moneymaker this time around. She's the Michael Phelps of, of you know the two thousand or the twenty twenty Olympics. Wow. Is Katie Ledecky swimming? Because she's the female I, Michael Phelps. I don't know. I don't know if she's still in it or if she's retired. She's Swims actually are amazing. Cause they'll do four or five cycles of Olympics. Yeah. She's Brittany from the KQ Morning Show. She's not on there anymore. That's her cousin. <laughs> yeah, like, so we, there's a gal that used to work on the morning show with my dad for mm-hmm. a long time, and she and I are friend, close friends now. And she was, a few years ago, she was texting me. We were trying to make plans, and she's like, well, I have my cousin's swim meet. And then, because she and I run together in the summers. And she's like, well, I have my cousin's swim meet that I went to, like, South Dakota or whatever for, but I'll be back tomorrow. And I was like, why did you go to South Dakota for your cousin's swim meet? Like, that's a lot of commitment for... Random. I'm, yeah, <laughs> for I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, 10-year-old little yeah. swim meet, you know? 
And then months later, or like a month later, I find out that it's Katie Ledecky, and I was like, oh, that's why you that's drove to South why. Dakota. For it was your... like a cute little no, thing. It like, was a big old. Yeah, she didn't say, oh, by the way, it's it's Katie Ledecky and it's like the World Cup whatever, you know. So I was like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I'm going to like this cute little swimming, you know? <laughs> yep, no, it's like a huge deal and your cousin is like crazy impressive so that's wild yeah well i I don't know i think i think maybe they should go back to the greek system you know what's the greek well it was sort of fabric free kind of a event it was it was a fabric free event that's why it's it's called a gymnasium it means place where you are naked literally really yep (laughs) gymnophobia is fear of nudity so you know it makes sense when you're going to the gymnasium yep Gymnophobia is the fear of nudity. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Well, according to well, according to the Gym- encyclopedia here, nothing in italics. The Greeks and the uh, the Romans didn't wear a whole lot of clothes when they did athletic stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, well, <clears throat> Japan. That's you know, you, you go to the uh, 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 any of the baths. You know, the that's onsen. You go to the onsen. That's yeah. You take a shower first, mm-hmm. then you get in the onsen, and there's that's fabric. Well, except for the little towel on your head that's a fabric free area yep that's why they're gender segregated they got halves sidebar mm-hmm. katie ledecky is competing well there you go okay oh, the opening ceremony has the debut of karate skateboarding surfing and sport climbing as mm. well Ooh. that's surprising that surfing yeah. Has never been. Yes, yeah, so some of the nutty kind of things that they That's add, the stuff that comes and goes. Karate? You know. Why would they not have karate for this long? Well, why don't they have jiu-jitsu? That's why don't wild. they have ultimate fighting? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Why don't we, why, why, well, of course, they have boxing. Tai Chi. Is, no, well, they have they have boxing. That's kimchi. No, Tai Chi. You're tai right. Chi. Um, um, you have boxing, which <coughs> has been proven to be a horrible mm-hmm. sport for your for head, closed head injuries. Yes. Yeah. I mean, th- that, yeah. I mean, that's been around for 40, 50 years, yet they don't have ultimate fighting, which is, in essence, to some to a certain extent, might be safer because you just don't see the same thing because you can't yeah, do all this thing. Or why don't they have, whatever, uh, yeah. uh, what's the one, what's the one where you can, the kickboxing from Taiwan, Taekwondo. Oh, Taekwondo, yeah. Why don't, why don't they have Taekwondo? I know it is. Oh, speaking of head injuries, this is another sidebar. I just started watching... Dan and I started watching Cheer when I was sick. <gasps> I love Cheer. Oh my gosh! I, I am. It's a docu series on Netflix about this weird. It's not a technical college. It's a. It's a junior college. Junior college yes. in Texas that has the number one cheer program in the cheer nation. In She's one. Yeah, it's in cheerleading. Oh. Yeah. Well, they, do you want the spoiler alert on this one? Because it's hilarious. No. <laughs> I could. I less. don't. I'll take my headphones off because we have the last two episodes, and then we're done. Oh, okay. Well, I, I just want to say that it's not like a major spoiler, but there's only two junior colleges that compete in that category, so they keep on talking about this one other school that's their big competitor. That's their only competitor. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So one that of them sounds, is always going to win, yeah, no matter it sounds what. Sounds so dramatic. Like, oh, they're the ones that took the whatever, and it's like, oh, because yeah, if it's not you, it's them. 
We, right, it's hilarious. Second but, place out of two. Oh but the my kids gosh. are so inspirational. They've all been through some really hard yeah. stuff in their lives. Yeah, and Cheers, um, like, taken them out of the depths, and it's mm. like, yeah. It has, and yeah. the coach has really done a good job of finding ways to reach them in other ways that their other teachers, parents, you know, other adults haven't been able to. Yeah. But she, one of the gals who, she's a top girl slash flyer, who they're the top ones that are being thrown around all over the place. She's like, yeah, this is my seventh concussion. It was like, what? That can't be good so for you. So it's amazing that you don't hear, well, I suppose you don't hear about cheerleading that much until no. this cheer came out. Now all of a sudden it's, you hear about it everywhere, but it's, yeah, it's a dangerous sport. Yeah. So it is. My niece had, I think about, <clears throat> I think three concussions in high school. Oh my gosh. And she was not, her doctor would not allow her to continue on and um, do college level cheerleading. Because she was like, she was you like, cannot do it anymore. Yeah, you'll that's have it. traumatic brain issues yeah. if you continue. Like, mm-hmm. you are yeah, that's, done. Put a helmet on. <laughs> I was going to say, you could just do your stunts and helmets. <laughs> I don't know. But everybody's so obsessed with Ladarius, and I am a Jerry fan. Oh, I'm Jerry and his Matt talk. Oh, my God, his Matt talk. It's the best. (laughs) Just shrieking random noises. It's so amazing. And what's incredible is that Ellen DeGeneres watched the series, fell in love with it, and brought Jerry to the Oscars, and he was their official correspondent this year. What? He was? He was. I didn't know that. I need to watch that, because I know Ladarius was on Ellen. I saw that. Yeah, they've all been on twice, and then Jerry got the opportunity to do the correspondent for the Oscars. If you follow follow any of them on Instagram, it's amazing the opportunities that they're having. They all just met Oprah recently, too. Um, because they did something with that big Oprah tour that she's doing right now. So um, <laughs> they're living their best lives. Yeah, they yeah. absolutely are. Yeah, I definitely need to follow Jerry and watch all of that because that's he's amazing and I love him. Yeah, he deserves all good things. All good things come to Jerry. I know. We are on the episode where he just got on Matt, and Dan and I were both like, how could he not have been on Matt? He has to end up on Matt, and now he's on Matt, and we're like, it's... Yeah, and everyone who hasn't watched the series is like, what are you talking about with Matt talking on the Matt? But, yeah, if you guys watch the series, you'll totally understand it. It is... It was a really well-done docuseries. It's like a 30 for 30 Mm. kind of style thing, but for cheerleading. And it's, but it's each in, and it's each individual. It's probably, I'd say, half, like a third of this cheer team is the focus of yep. the people. And it's like, yeah, all people that have come, they're all from the South. And yeah, some of them were like, oh, I was living in my car with my big brother. Wow. And all this stuff, and like, oh, my, this neighbor lady raised me because oh, they, my mom nah, was in nah, prison. Now nah, they're and making stuff this like stuff, trying to make stuff up. They're making no, it up. They oh, all, they, well, they, I, know, I was they, found in a meteorite. They, they, oh, they brought me they, in. Oh they, they cracked it open, and there I was. No, I don't know. With, with, with what reality TV is and the scripting of it. Uh, you never do know, know, do you? Uh, never, you never true. know. You don't know what reality is. That's very no, true. No, you don't. Well, but I would say I, it's a rural junior college, too, yeah. so you are going to have kids that don't have the economic means to go to Harvard, yeah. per se. Mm. So you are going to have probably stories where people have a scrappier background than a polished, like, prep school kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's in this and that's a given. Corsicana, Texas. 
Like, I don't even never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, there's just a bunch of cows there. Yeah, it's mm. nothing. And, and it's in a very conservative area, and a lot of the athletes are gay. They're gay men. A lot of them are gay black men, which adds yep. even more levels of, you know, discrimination yep. for many of them. And um, they're very well accepted on this team, and I think that that's also an important part of the story. I know. It's really cool. I had just heard about it so much, and then when I was horribly sick, I was like, Dan, can we watch Cheer tonight after the kids go to bed? And he's like, what is this? And now he's as, like, invested in it as I am. Easy to get hooked. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> is. I know. They're each, like, what, a, like an hour and a half long? Hour long? I think so. Yeah, maybe either an hour. I mean, I think the first one might be an hour and a half, and then the rest are an hour. But yeah. it's addicting. <laughs> it absolutely is. We have to take a break. Oh, we do have to take a break. It is the end of hour one. Oh, wait. We actually have to say goodbye to Kristen. Say goodbye to me. Yeah. (laughs) Are you on next week? Uh, no, I'm not here next week. Okay. I'll be in Vegas. In with Vegas. Bye, you guys. Have Vegas. fun. I'll be week after. Don't okay, get thanks. coronavirus. Okay. No well. coronavirus. <laughs> Bye. 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 We'll be right back.